The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. And today is like Christmas morning. Why? The PWI 500 and exclusively Al Castle and Candice Cordelia are going to give the top 10 of the PWI 500 exclusively to bust it open. And boy, oh boy, does it have its controversy. You're going to want to listen right now on the Busted Open Podcast. This is the criteria for the PWI 500. You ready? Mm-hmm. Win-loss record. Championships won. That's a that's a key one right there. Right. Quality of competition. Ugh. Major feuds. Prominence within a wrestler's promotion and overall wrestling ability. So knowing that criteria, bully, are you still bunch going of people to go- who never stepped in a ring before? Oh come on, I hate judging. When athletes- I fucking hate ability. when athletes go with the whole, oh, you never stepped on the field. You never stepped on the, in the ring. Oh, then you then you create a magazine and come up with your own list then. It's easy. Tommy? It's easy. Oh, I hate athletes. I can't believe and I have we, to deal with them you. every day. I can't believe I have to deal with them every day. Tommy, what do you got? Number one, what do you got? Okay, well, hang on. If I'm going by your criteria. Yes, sir. Right? Mm-hmm. And your fandom if this was football, right, you would say, I don't know, Dak Prescott? No, because he hasn't won any championships. Doesn't okay, have so the best that, win-loss but, record. But you're, that's your favorite team. He leads your favorite team. So he'd be high up there in your rankings? No, he wouldn't be okay. because this isn't a popularity contest. It's If, if, if it was a popularity contest... It would, be would called be the Lagreca, it would be called the LaGreca Power Rankings if That's it was right. a popularity co- contest. It would be the so LaGreca Power Rankings. Don't piss on my laminated list, pal. That's it. So then it would be uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team last year. Because they won the Super Bowl, right? Yes. All right. So then I have to look at just win-loss records alone, yes. and then I would have to come up with that number. Honestly, that's really. Can you pick a fucking wrestler, please? No, I'm telling him All right. about how, like, when he says, I hate athletes. I do. Because I have to tell you about from my perspective of it. Okay, Tommy. And those lists are wrong. Dave chose MJF. I chose Cody Rhodes. Who do you choose? Um, based upon matches, I would not choose Roman Reigns. Holy shnikey balls. <laughs> I don't know who's in the running. What are popular wrestlers? I, I, people who wrestle. People who wrestle are in Here, the Here, let me make this easy for you, Tommy. You can't say yourself. 
Bully doesn't like criteria because it didn't mm-hmm. come from a wrestler. Right. Ugh. Candace Cordelia never took a bump. Al Castle never matter. took a bump. They're journalists. They're people who cover they're, the sport. They're, they're, please, what? stop, journalists. Did Ro- let, me, let me ask you something, Bully. All right? Did Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert make movies or act? No. That was they their job. Too. They were awesome at what they did. You're such a no. They weren't. Curmudgeon. I didn't I go never, see a movie. I, I never, never went to go went, see a movie. I was gonna say I never went or did not go to a movie based on those Correct. two guys' recommendations. All right, but Candace Cordelia and like Al Castle isn't. They're not telling not you a, not to I'm watch not wrestling or don't see a match. About them. One of those criteria that you said actually bothered me as well. So continue. Give me this criteria. Criteria sucks. You need to have a criteria, and this is fine, okay? Why are you starting in an English accent? You need a criteria, sir. (laughs) Come on. Listen, this is the criteria for Alfred Hayes just busted out. Sugar daddy. Exactly. Win-loss record. Okay. Championships. I'm high up on the win-loss I, I, I Can I say the criteria without being interrupted by anybody? I'm Well, I got to def- debuke my fat friend over there. Continue. Win-loss record. Mm-hmm. Championships won. It's debunk, not debuke. I was thinking of where I'm wrestling two Saturdays from now. Des Moines? Dubuque. Dubuque. <laughs> <laughs> All right, silence. Win-loss record. Championships won, quality of competition, major feuds, prominence within a wrestler's promotion, and overall wrestling ability. And the window is from July 1st, 2022 to June 30th, 2023. What do either one of those two know about overall wrestling ability? It's, again... If you are watching a quarterback as a viewer, as a fan, you could make that judgment. Maybe maybe they interviewed people in the know. Maybe they had conversations with people in the know. They do their homework. They take this very Oh, seriously. now you want to report on speculation. Dave, hang on one second. As you know, and I tell every independent wrestler or people who are within NXT, they all should watch the TV show called Hard Knocks because you're constantly being judged, you're constantly being critiqued, and you're fighting for a job and opportunity. They did this thing, and, and Dave, I know football. You know football. Hell, you covered the football uh, NFL. Um, they had a class where they were asking the backup quarterbacks what were they doing, play action, or were they doing pass? Mm-hmm. And the room was getting it wrong because of how good Aaron Rodgers was at hiding the ball. And then the other guy, the backup, Zach Wilson, was like, well, he's holding the seams here. It's going to be a run. And I was like, oh, my God, I know nothing about football. So when you talk about criteria, when you talk about uh, other people judging or going against athletes, these are how Bully and I and every other wrestler would take that. But number one, I, shh, 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 shh. okay, I'm sorry. going based upon this criteria, I can't. <clears throat> you just got shushed. It would be okay. Most wins 
And if I'm including independent wrestling and I'm including uh, before he got hurt, Josh Alexander should be at least in the top three because he was seen on television. He was the winning the most. And I'm not saying this because of my ties with impact. I'm talking about this criteria. Josh Alexander will be lucky if he breaks the top 10. You don't know that. I'm hoping he is, but I'm just going off of this criteria. If we're talking Roman Reigns from that time, probably hasn't had a lot of matches. Um, Cody was injured for a lot of that. Seth Rollins was not injured, delivered all the time, but was injured. MJF, your champion for a long time, but pretty much wrestles, if that, once a week, but not really. Cody, like I said, injured. So I, I don't, I would say, because then I also, it's a business to sell magazines. Would you put Matt Cardona? Been, would you put Matt Cardona high? Because you talk about I would say between, uh, I, I was going to say that, but then if I have to go by this criteria of quality, I mean, I work more shows than Matt Cardona. But then it would be like, well, quality plus you're a 52-year-old wrestler. If I'm going about, and I always will say the business, who's going to look best about selling magazines, Cody or MJF? That's it. I don't think that's... I, I, who drew I the most money? Who put the most asses uh, in seats? And who's going to sell the, the most magazines? That's no, I'm criteria. talking... I'm trying to go yeah. facts. Bye. See, but, see but, but Tommy, hold on a second. See, that's what like, aggravates me about Bully. He's so cynical. This is an enjoyable thing. This is fun for fans. He likes to piss on the fun. Am I wrong? He he whips it out and pisses on the fun. Hang Nobody on. Likes Speaking of fun, fun, Paul would like yeah, to say Yeah, I just something. want to point out. I'm sorry. I just want to point out. We have asked the question now, Tommy, who is number one for you on the PWI 500 for the last 20 minutes? And in 20 minutes, we've finally gotten our answer. The answer is, according to Tommy, either Bully's choice of Cody Rhodes or Dave's choice of MJF. Not one or the other, either, which is not an answer. Just pointing well, it out. And really quick, Paul, thank you for that. And hopefully we'll get one by the end of the show. I just gave you my answer. I, there is no answer because no answer. that is, His answer I'm is trying no, no to answer. go. So, and, and Tommy Dreamer's issue of the PWI 500, there would be no, number one. Everybody would be equal. There would just be no, the top There's a picture of all the fans on the cover. <laughs> no. I would go, who had the, who fit this criteria the best? Well, who Just then? like I used my Patrick Mahomes, who oh, had the most wins. So frustrating. So frustrating. Ah! All right, really quick, Tommy, before we go to the break, and maybe we'll have an answer from you. I already gave you my answer. You talked about the criteria. You didn't give it a, a, No answer is not an answer. That you would fail. If there was a test and you were asked questions and your answers was no answer, you would fail the test. I now, would fill in D all of the above. <laughs> exactly. All right, listen. Yes. You talked about, and Bully, I want you to listen to this too because, you know, again, you have your opinions and you're so strong in your opinions. Dave, Sometimes there's wax in your ears. Hold on. You were talking I about have the very N clean ears. You were talking about the NFL, mm. the draft. Who's making the choices about who's getting picked? It's not the players. 
It's not the people who run on the field. It's the coaches. It's the scouts. And the majority of coaches and scouts have never played the game of football on that high of a level. But yet they're the ones that are choosing who's going to be their next players for the upcoming season. Those are the people who are deciding what players are going to be cut and what players are going to be starters. They're not the players. They're the coaches and scouts and general managers. And again, the majority of those people never played NFL football. Yeah, but they also go by stats and numbers. Who can run the fastest? Who can jump the highest? And that's tangible assets. If you're honestly going by this, Tommy Dreamer should be at least in the top 15. He wrestles the most. He probably wins the most. I knew that would eventually come out. I'm talking about stupid criteria. How, you how would you, you be? Wait you, a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm sorry, boy. How would you be in the top 15? You didn't win a major championship. You didn't have a, a high I have a championship feud. right now. I they have one. It wasn't in the major, window. Major. It, was, it wasn't in the window. You, re, the you represent everybody who lives titles. in their mother's basement. I won a lot of indie titles. Match-wise. Quality of competition. You, you beat well, Joe see, Blow. That's why I say quality Joe of competition. Blow. How can Al Castle and Candace Cordelia have a a modicum of credibility when it comes to quality of an of an opponent or wrestling ability they know they know neither yes they do but no they know you're wrong because here in this in this instance they're actually using numbers to back up that's what i said i want to hear those not on those two pieces of criteria if they're going one loss record amount of championships yes then I understand how they have hard numbers to go by. I agree with you. But they know absolutely diddly squat about quality of opponents but they're not and the ones overall the wrestling decisions. ability. This is they a, know zero, a, nil, nothing, not there's a, a large. There's a large group of people that make this. It's not just Al Castle and Candice Cordelia. They are going to be the <laughs> and, faces and, and, and that large group of that people come on our does show. not include one credible vote when it comes to being in a wrestling ring. So if you told me that that large group of people included Dreamer, then, uh, okay, I'd be like, okay, because Tommy can lend credibility to that aspect of the vote when it comes to uh, And And again, when decisions are made in the NFL, when, all right, here's the other thing. All right, since we're on the topic, Tommy, you're big on the Hall of Fame, the NFL Hall of Fame, right? The Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Who's making the decisions on who's going into the Hall of Fame? It's writers. It's the writers. It's the beat writers from every team that come together and decide who's going into the Hall of Fame. It's not players. It's not coaches. It's not right. general managers. It's but writers. They base it off of stats. And yes, there is some favoritism, but they base. I'm listen. I'm not against. Uh, if you go by orders. stats, Joe Namath I'm should not be in the against- Hall of Fame. If you look at I'm Joe going... Namath's stats and you look at his percentages, his touchdown and incompletions and interception ratio, he should not be in all fame, but he is, and he deserves to be. You guys are wrong and I'm right. This is former UFC champion Chris Weidman. Do you want to feel what it's like to get in the octagon with me? 
Right now, we are bringing the hardest-hitting MMA talk on the planet to your podcast feeds with Won't Back Down, a SiriusXM podcast. Every Monday, I'm speaking my mind and taking you inside combat sports like no one else. Every tap, every snap, and whatever else is on my mind. Download Won't Back Down right now on SiriusXM, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Won't Back Down. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Al Castle and Candice Cordelia, uh, two people that have been very instrumental in Busted Open over the years, almost the 15 years that Busted Open has been on Sirius XM. Al has been a long-term friend, and Candice Cordelia has been a great contributor uh, from Pro Wrestling Illustrated for our show. And they're going to unveil the top 10. Now, before we have Al and Candice unveil the PWI top 10 for the 500 for this year. Uh, Bully, did you, do you have uh, a top five, top 10, number one? What do you have that you can unveil to us? I already unveiled my number one at the beginning of the show. I think number one sh- should be Cody Rhodes. Okay, number one. Uh, Bully has Cody Rhodes. Tommy, do you have top 10, top five, or just a one? Um. Okay, I wrote two lists. And I'll give you mine per the criteria. And I wrote this before they explained it even better. Um, I had, and I don't think this will be the list, but I had John Moxley, Josh Alexander, Alexander, Orange Cassidy, Matt Cardona, and Gunther. That's per my criteria if I was uh, going off of that. But I said, I feel theirs may be, John Moxley, Gunther, Seth, and Roman. And then I put two arrows that they can intertwine Cody and MJF. There okay. you go. All right. I have my top five that I'll give quickly. I have Orange Cassidy at five, Seth Rollins at four, Roman Reigns at three, Gunther at two, and MJF at one. So without further ado, Let's get the actual top 10 of the PWI 500 exclusively here on Busted Open. And Candice, could you give us 
the number 10 on the PWI 500. Absolutely. Before I do, I just want to run this down really quickly in terms of the primary criteria. We look at in-ring achievement, influence, technical ability, competition, and activity. Evaluation period July 1st, 2022 to July 31st, 2023. With that being said, number 10 goes to the one and only Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes at number 10. Complete and utter bullshit. Horrible. Throw them both off the show right now. <laughs> of course, uh, uh, Cody high on the list, but no championships within that uh, window, correct? Yeah, that's right. The yeah. other thing to, uh, I'll, I'll only take it, Candace, uh, but to, to take into account here is that he missed basically the first half of the evaluation period. Yes. So that take definitely takes into consideration. I think a strong number 10 on the PWI 500. Al, uh, number nine on the PWI 500. Yes, uh, a name that we've already discussed a little bit here in this conversation. Not number one, but in the top 10, Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander. Okay, good to see. I think that's good to see Josh Alexander in the top 10 Impact Wrestling getting some love on the PWI 500. So as of right now, we have Cody at number 10, (laughs) at number nine, Josh Alexander. Candice, who do you have at number eight? Number eight, we have the king of sloth style, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy, somebody who is in my top five, number eight on the PWI 500, top 10, number eight. Um, Al, number seven. Number seven, another name uh, that we've talked about, a former number one uh, this year at number seven, Okada. Okada. Okada getting some love from New Japan Pro Wrestling, number seven. So, so far at number 10, Cody Rhodes. At number nine, Josh Alexander. At number eight, Orange Cassidy. At number seven, Okada. Candice, number six on the PWI 500. Number six, we have MJF. Ooh, MJF a little low. My number one, number (laughs) six on the PWI 500. So... Uh, a bit of a, I think the the first big surprise, in my opinion, so far in the PWI 500. So at number 10, Cody Rhodes, number nine, Josh Alexander, at number eight, Orange Cassidy, number seven, Okada, and at number six, MJF. Uh, Candice, uh, number five. Oh, that would be Al. Oh, I'm sorry. Al, yeah, I think I'm up. Five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Uh, uh, some more uh, international flavor to the list uh, at number five, El Hijo de Vikingo, uh, AAA uh, mega champion. Okay, so Triple A getting some love as well. Uh, Candice, number four. Number four, and I wish I could say his name as wonderful as the lovely Samantha Irvin. Number four (laughs) is Gunther. Nice. Good to see your Intercontinental Champion high on the PWI 500. Gunther has done a lot for that Intercontinental Championship. I think a lot more prestige for that Intercontinental Championship because of Gunther and Gunther at number four. Okay, Al, number three. Number three, we probably got more flack last year about uh, this person's ranking than anybody else because he uh, did not make the top 10 uh, this year in number three, John Moxley. Wow, John Moxley at number three. And you're right, there was a bit of controversy around John Moxley last year. And so John Moxley at number three, okay, here we go. I, I don't know, honestly, who the top two is going to be because my number one's already out of the running. So, Candace, number two. All right. Number two, we have 
Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns at number two. And Al at number one. Who is the number one on your PWI 500? All right. Well, again, this uh, was not arrived at easily. A lot of discussion, a lot of, uh, dare I say, uh, debate. Uh, but I think we finally arrived at a name that we all feel good about and um, kind of appropriately placed alongside his uh, two former S.H.I.E.L.D. brothers. Uh, the first person or the second person, sorry, to ever rank number one three times is uh, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion, Seth Rollins. Blasphemy. So number one, <laughs> Seth Rollins. So Tommy, some big surprises on the PWI 500 top 10. I don't think any of us had Seth Rollins that high on the list. Uh, yeah, no, I put him on their list um, that he would be high. And rightfully so. I mean, Seth has carried Raw per this criteria. He's probably won a lot of matches. Um, always spotlighted on television. Um, current champion, so uh, I I can totally see it. I can also see how everyone's going to be upset, but I'm not upset with it. And I'm actually I like the ratings for a lot of uh matching the criteria of what they talked about. If uh, if it's following the criteria, then great. Then he then he should be the guy. I do want to ask you about Cody though. Cody coming in at 10. Did he did he legit you said he missed six months? So did he legitimately come in 10th with missing six months and applying your criteria? Or did you have to get Cody in the top 10? Because you didn't want backlash like you had last year with Moxley. Oh no. I didn't I personally I never even thought about it like that, but I it's based on the criteria because he missed the first half of that eval period. It just made the most sense. And then we looked at everything else in terms of his wins, his losses, etc. So Cody legitimately through the criteria beat out number eleven by a hair. Who is number eleven? Let's see. I believe eleven is Sonata. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Just curious. I was wondering based on what, you know, like you said about Mox from last year, if you needed yeah. to get Cody in the top 10 to try to steer away from a bunch of backlash. But, you- but uh, Bully, I mean, I, I do think the two things are not really mutually exclusive. You know, I think what you're talking about is Cody's a huge star. He's like one of the biggest deals in the business. It feels like he should be in the top 10. And I think that's a legitimate point of view. And I think it was a, a point of discussion. But it also fits in the criteria, right? Because there there are those intangibles, and it gets to the um, the the, why, the one criterion uh, of influence, right? And that that's one that sort of it, it it it's hard to measure, but you know, Cody is one of the biggest stars uh, in wrestling. You know, the, the early days of this list, Hulk Hogan was on top uh, a few years. He was Hulk Hogan, you know. Like, could could you did he maybe not work as much as uh, some of the other people on the list? probably, but he was Hulk Hogan. Cody is Cody. Cody also had a heck of a six months uh, winning the Royal Rumble, defeating uh, Brock Lesnar, you know, uh, headlining uh, WrestleMania. So I I don't think they're mutually exclusive. So what about your number two spot going to Roman? Roman um, probably, um, other than Cody missing that six months, Roman probably met, uh, wrestled less than any of the other names, but still comes in number two. 
what criteria that Roman have that that got him into the number two spot that trumped everybody else? Well, uh, Kenneth, you want to take this? I can go for it. So, yes, that was one of the things, and this was a hard decision because as we're talking about influence, that's one of the things, and I, I was talking to Al about this the other day in terms of the criteria and with PWI and the legacy of the list itself and how it could even look going forward as we're in this new stage with social media, what influence looks like, et cetera. When it comes to Roman Reigns, that is one of the major things that we came to find out was yes, he did not wrestle very often. However, he was able to retain his world title. He extended that world title beyond a thousand days. He became the longest reigning WWE world champion in nearly four decades. There were all of these different variables that we had to look at alongside with the fact that as the facts do stand, he didn't wrestle as often as others that are on this list as well. And I remember, you know, sitting on the committee and we were just going, as Al said, we were going back and forth. I mean, it got really heated to a point because some people, I mean, everyone had great points and that's what's really hard about crafting these lists is that there are so many great points to be made that it does get really hard to come to these conclusions, but we all came to the consensus that this was the right call to make for this list at the time. So is that the biggest argument with the committee was, was Roman Reigns? Cause I'm sure there was probably people on the committee that wanted to put Roman number one. Yeah. I, I think that was probably uh, the biggest point of contention. And uh, like I said, I mean, there were certainly voices who felt really strongly about it. And then there were others who were very much saying, you know, over my dead body, a uh, kind of thing. And again, none of that being any kind of slight of Roman. I do think it gets to, um, the the activity issue and how inactive uh, he was that also affected uh, MJF. I know some people are surprised with his ranking. I think MJF defended his title less than Roman did um, over the evaluation period. So it was you know you've got these these two guys who are dominant world champions in their companies, but but neither was particularly active. Uh, and then on the, the flip side of that, you you had Seth, and you know Seth was a name that came up in the conversation early on, and. I think in part because you had, you know, stars like Roman and MJF, it didn't feel quite right. And so you kind of moved them to the side. And then we went through the list and there were discussions of Gunther. There were discussions about Moxley and all of them had um, some pretty, you know, major flaws that I think made it difficult to rank them number one. And then we kind of came back around to Seth and he checked a lot of boxes. You know, uh, I think, you know, Seth won his world title relatively late in the evaluation period. And in that time, that I think it was a two-month window that he had the title, defended it more than both uh, Roman and uh, MJF. He was the workhorse. And if you go through the criteria, whether it's you know influence or technical ability or quality of competition, activity, um, you know, Seth gets A's in, in all of those. So, so maybe in some ways not the sexiest choice, but I think it is a reflection of what Seth brought to the table this year. And, you know, one thing that, that I know is an important point for me and, and some other people when we were having this discussion is that we wanted a, a number one and really a, a top 10 and even a 500 that represents where wrestling is today. I mean, I think that's one of the cool things about the 500 is that it's kind of a snapshot in time. Uh, so when folks were talking about maybe Gunther or something like that, you can justify it on... Uh, the statistics, but I think we all knew that, you know, 2023, as great as Gunther is, is not about Gunther, right? He, he is not the face of the pro wrestling landscape in 2023. 
you could very much argue that Roman Reigns is, right? I mean, when you think, of, I, I think if, if you're going to remember one person from this year, it is Roman making a thousand days. It's Roman defending, uh, retaining his world title at WrestleMania for the, the third straight year. Uh, but I, it, he was so inactive that it, it really hurt his case. Seth kind of snuck in there and uh, again, I think checked a lot of boxes and gave us uh, a comfortable number one. How come uh, you guys don't go January to like December and have the pro wrestler of the year for that year? Like the 500. But remember, we have a, a year end awards that does go under. No, the, I know, uh, the but I'm sorry, I'm talking like 500. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, some of it just has to do with the publication schedule, but it also it would be sort of like redundant. I mean, imagine doing the the year end awards one month and then doing the 500 uh, the next. I get it. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think having it in the, in the midway point, it's a little later this year than than in past years. Uh, you know, I, I know it's also confusing because you you aren't just looking at 2023. You're essentially looking at half of 2022, half of 2023. I yeah. like it. I kind of like it at this point of the year because it is kind of like the midpoint because, as you said, Al, you have the awards at the end of the year. So I think this is a good way to break it up. Uh, all right, Candice, uh how can people follow you? How how can they get in touch with you? What are your social media handles? Yes, you can head over to PWI on our social media handles, Instagram, X, I still call it Twitter. It is what it is. And you'll find us there and you can always just tweet at us. You can find me at Candace Cordelia on X. You can also find me on uh, Instagram at that girl Candace one six. And if you have any thoughts, just let us know. You can go to pwi-online.com as well to get your orders. The digital orders are available right now. And then the in-store will be in a couple of several weeks. So make sure that you make your orders. I also do quickly want to point out that the cover is beautiful. And also, I'm, I'm curious to know if anyone would pick up that the top three are all S.H.I.E.L.D. members. I don't know. And that was not planned. So... That was a really fun fact. I just wanted to throw that out there that the top three are the S.H.I.E.L.D. members. So. That's amazing that that the influence of that faction is still being felt years after they broke up. That's a yep. great point, Candace, because I didn't pick up on that. That's awesome. Um, and, and Al, uh, how can fans get in touch with you and follow you? Uh, if they're going to complain about the PWA 500, uh, just as well <laughs> not give my, my Twitter handle. But no, honestly, uh, I'm at uh, Al Castle, uh, PWI. I'm half joking. We absolutely welcome everybody's feedback, good and bad, uh, you know, especially if it's made in good faith. And and honestly, a lot of the years, you guys point out stuff that we absolutely get wrong, names that we overlook, people who are in the right spot. Um, and, and so the, the feedback is helpful. If just as a kind of a system of checks and balances, I wish there was a way to get all that ahead of time. Uh, obviously, we can't, but but please, by all means, uh, let us know what you think, and we will take it, and we'll hope to uh, put on uh, put out an even better list next year. Final question for me: Who is uh, ranked higher, me or Dreamer? Uh, this is when it is touchy. Um, let's. Here's what I'll say: uh, Bully, you are officially ranked higher, and Tommy's mentioned <laughs> yes, in your profile. Yes, yeah, yeah. But I mentioned in your profiles, like always, yes. I get you over. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Candace, thank you so much. Can't wait to have you back on. Candace, appreciate it. Al, guys, great job. You. Honestly, great job. And I, I, this is so hard. And you guys, yeah. true professionals, thank you for coming. Now, on. wasn't this a lot easier than you thought it was going to be? Yes. And Dave, guys, Dave would be the guy in the boardroom 
who would throw his briefcase over my dead body is Cody Rhodes number <laughs> ten. I'm out of here. I quit you, the you, you know what's funny, Tommy? I was gonna say, like, who thinks so highly of themselves amongst your committee that they said over my dead <laughs> body? Yeah, it would be Dave. Do you know that would be I, LaGreca. Do you know the show I created? Do you know I'm a subscriber for all these years? You're all idiots. I'm out of here. My dead body. As a matter of fact. I'm going to throw this out there. I think Dave LaGreca should be part of your committee. Yes. Well, you know, a, a point that, that you made, uh, I believe, that, that I think it's a valid one is uh, the importance of, of maybe having somebody with wrestling experience. Uh, you should. You should, have, I, you should have one pro wrestler as part of your committee. I agree. I think that would be great. And it would. It I, would I have no problems with that. And, and there have been in the past, I should say, over the years. Uh, and again, I've been on a number of these. There have been people with wrestling experience in, in the past. I think it just worked out this year that uh, kind of in between years of of having somebody um, to call on. Uh, but I think it's valid. And yeah, I'd say we're, we're going to give it some thought. Okay. Uh, you, yeah, you're welcome, number. Dave. Uh, yeah, my number. Thank you. Thank you, Bonnie. Uh, Candace That's right. Officially a wrestler now. <laughs> Candice Cordelia. <laughs> Obviously, and a Hall of Famer. Uh, and, of course, uh, PWI Senior Editor, Al Castle. Candace, Al, thank you so much for the time. This Thanks so much, guys. Fun. Thank you. Fun. Thank you, Al. Good job. Thank you. All right. Take it easy. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.